Welcome to Touched by Grace, an outreach of Grace for the Nation's Church here in the city of Grand Rapids, Michigan. For more information, visit us on the web at gftnc.org. And now, here's Touched by Grace. Making it count. Significance and making it count are being used synonymously because if we know what we are inspired by, if our intent is made clear, then we can make an impact. Why don't you look at somebody next to you and say, why are you here? What are you, what are you doing here? But isn't it challenging to stay focused on your significance in, in the space that you are in? For you to be able to say, oh, I am here for the purpose of, and then you do what that purpose is, and then you get on out of there and you go and do something else, of which you have been driven by inspiration, your intent is pure, and the impact is everlasting. That could be a restaurant experience. Yeah, I'm inspired to go eat. And my intent is to get full. And once I smash that food, I made an impact. It's really simple. It's not as difficult as it seems to identify the why to your existence. It's really not that hard. We simply ask God, show me where it is. Now, it's revealed oftentimes in our gifts and our talents, but I call them our passions. But our intents must be pure. Our motives have to be right. Because if I said I'm here to get rich, then I have deceived myself because people are not here to get rich. I can say I'm here to be happy. Happy is not a prerequisite for being here. Happy song. Cause I'm, I'm happy. Clap along if you feel like happiness is the truth. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, back in your day, you might remember, don't worry, be happy. You remember that? Do you realize that your significance in the earth is not just in being happy? Beautiful song. Nothing wrong with it. I watched the clips, the YouTube clips. And, you know, he's just bouncing around the country. People of every race and every nation is doing their little dance to the song happy. It's a nice little, little. it's called a ditty when the song, it's a little, a nice little thing. And everybody just bouncing to happy, 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 happy. Are you happy when you got bills that you can't pay? Are you happy when you're sick in your body and you can't get healed? Are you happy when people walk out of your life and leave you? Are you happy when you're confused and don't know whether or not you're going to make it? Are you happy when you get so depressed you're about ready to take your own life? You see, happy doesn't fix everything. Significance is a deeper revelation. And I think it's good to be inspired. But our inspiration is followed by intent and it has to be followed through by impact. So you're happy for a moment. Ladies, he can't make you happy. Men, she can't make you happy happy. It just doesn't happen because happy is a state of being that is temporary. In fact, sometimes you get irritated when somebody is too happy. When their happy has exceeded your happy, you're like, what you're so happy for? <laughs> Go sit your happy self down somewhere. How many would be willing to admit that some people's happiness has exceeded your capacity to celebrate happy? You're like, they just too happy for me. Yeah, some of y'all feel that way about me, but I don't care because clap along if you feel like it. Yeah, I don't, I'm, not, I'm not moved by someone else's evaluation of my happy because my happy is followed by an inspiration and an intent that makes an impact. 
You see, I'm happy because God has done something in my life to turn me into a person who wants to help make someone else happy, but it has to be deeper than just happy. I want to reveal significance in people. I want people to recognize their potential and maximize every moment of it and become everything that God called them to be, do everything that God called them to do, go everywhere that God has ordained for them to go, accomplish everything that God has set for them to accomplish, and that will make me happy because significance has been reached. Are you following me so far? Now, the Word of God says some things to us about happy. I have paraphrased some scripture. I've taken the liberty to do that because I'm happy. And, and, I want, and I want you to think about these principles. They're all scripturally based, but these are principles about significance that we must consider. First one, your significance is in direct proportion to the impact that you make in the space that you are in. Your significance is in direct proportion to the impact that you make in the space that you currently live in. Paul said it like this. He says, I have learned to be content wherewith in whichever situation that I am in. I have learned how to be a base and I have learned how to abound because I have this revelation of God's grace. His grace is sufficient for me. And, and your level of significance is tied directly to the impact that you make where you are. Your level of significance is not going to be great when you get a chance to release the world's greatest video like Pharrell. So, so that's not significant. That's, that, that's, I'm not making light of his accomplishment. But what I'm saying is where you are right now, right here, will make a greater impact than one day if God gives me a chance or somebody else discovers me, I may have the opportunity to make an impact. No, where you are right now, do what you can while you can with what you have. Which means, you know, you could just have enough to make a couple of loaves of bread and then you're going to be eating your last meal. The man of God comes along and he speaks into your life and you make the sacrifice and God makes it so that you are perpetually blessed for generations and generations and generations because you use what you had in the space that you are in. You use what you have in the space that you are in. You use what you have in the space that you are in in order to make that significant impact. The next one. What you do with what you currently have is an indication of what you will do with what you'll get later. So we do what we can with what we have because it's a direct reflection on what we're going to do with what we get later. If you are faithful over a few things, I will make you ruler over much things or many things. So if we take what we have and we're good stewards over it, if we take our one, I remember one, I had one black suit, one black suit. I wore it till it was slick. You know how people say, man, you look slick. No, literally, I was slick because I washed it and I ironed it. How many know you can't wash and iron a suit? And it was from the secondhand store when I got it. But I'm happy because I wore that suit out. I wore that suit. You know, young preacher just had to, you had to wear a black suit. That's just the way it was. You wore a black suit. And that's all I had was the one black suit. In fact, it was a holdover from high school. So it was the black suit, the blue shirt, and the black tie everywhere I went. And I made full use of that, full use. In fact, I see pictures now of it, and I just started laughing. Yeah, because I went to the cleaners to pick up my black suits, plural. I said, do I want to wear this one? Do I want that one? Oh, no, that one don't fit no more. (laughs) Do I wear that one? You see, when you are faithful over the little things that you have, God will then in turn bless you with much more. You say, well, that's things. What about, what about my internal significance? Your significance now, mama, how many mamas in the room? Be the best mama you can be. I know she's like, I'm not a mama, I'm a mother. Be the best mother you can be, okay? 
Mother, mama, mammy, whatever you want to be, be the best one that you can be. And the reason why I say that is because what happens is that you are told that you're insignificant. You're told just take care of them kids when there's so much more to you than those kids. Get through the process because those kids eventually going to grow up, sprout wings and fly, 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 run, Simba, run. <laughs> eventually they will run, forest run. Eventually they're going to go. And your significance, you work on it now. You train it now. If you make an applesauce for them now, bottle it later and sell it and open up a, a bottling business of applesauce. Whatever it is that you're doing, make it count now. Fathers, be significant in your child's life. I always wanted to play football. You're out of shape and you're too old. Now you can be a coach. Coach your kids. Coach them. Coach them. You can become, later you can become a significant voice of authority as it relates to armchair quarterbacking. But make it count right here, right now. Anybody know what I'm talking about? So, so what happens is that God will look at you. People say, well, if I just get some more money, if I get some more money, more money will just make you more of what you are. Money doesn't make you better. Money doesn't make you different. Money just makes you more of what you are. More of what you are. Ooh, when I get some money, I'm going to get me some more of what you got. If you got plenty of nothing, money will get you more of nothing. You say, but I got money and it means nothing. How many know people with money that mean nothing? How many could do something a little bit greater with a little bit more that you have because you understand the significance of it? The last point, your significance is not in question when pleasing God is your focus. And that's where we get to the saying that only what you do for Christ will last. People say that. And that's not really the scripture. You see, it is true that your significance is not in question when you're pleasing God, when that is your focus. You know, I'm not trying to please you. I'm trying to please God. God takes pleasure in the prosperity of his servants. That's in Psalms. The qualifier is that you have to be a servant in order for God to take pleasure in your prosperity. Now, he didn't say that there would only be prosperous people who are his servants. There are other people who are prosperous that are not his servants, but God's not taking pleasure in them. How many want God to be pleased? Now, that's significant. Don't you think that's important that God would be pleased over man? They want to give me a raise. Really, what have you done? Nothing. I would investigate that if I were you. I hope you're being challenged by this. Paul says something that I think stands out to us. And when he said this, I was thinking, wow, most of the times we just read this scripture and we don't know exactly what it is that he's trying to say to us. But I want to say everything in the Bible has some significance or it matters. In 1 Corinthians, the third chapter, verse number 10, it says this, according to the grace of God, which is given unto me as a wise master builder, I have laid the foundation and another one has built thereon. But let every man take heed on how he builds thereupon, for other foundations can no man lay than that is laid, which is Christ Jesus. So now if any man build upon this foundation, silver, gold, precious stones, wood, hair, stubble, every man's work will be made manifest for the day shall declare it because it shall be revealed by fire. And the fire shall try every man's work what sort it is. If any man's work abide which he hath built thereupon, he shall receive a reward. If any man's work shall be burned, he shall suffer loss 
but he himself shall be saved, yet so as by fire. Know ye not that you are the temple of God, and that the Spirit of God dwells in you? Know you not that you are significant of God, and if you are born again, he lives on the inside of you? Don't you realize that the reason why you have not crashed and burned is because the Spirit of God has to have a container to dwell in, and God chose you? Don't you realize that your significance is so great that you haven't even acknowledged the fact that the Spirit of God is seeking to dwell inside of you. Can't you realize that he spared your life and he got you out of the situation that you were in because you were significant enough for him to make an investment into your future and the things you used to do, you don't do no more and the places you used to go, you don't go anymore and the things you used to say, you don't say them anymore because God has a greater work designed for you and you have a glimmer of hope that if you simply stay steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the works of the Lord, you will see the finished product because when you commit your ways unto the Lord, your very thoughts are established. And so you can walk in the Deuteronomy blessings of being blessed when you go and blessed when you come and blessed when you rise and blessed when you sit down because you now understand the significance that greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world and that there is no weapon that's formed against you that can prosper because God knows the thoughts that he's thinking towards you. These are thoughts of good and not of evil to bring you to an expected end and to give you peace because greater is he that's in you because the greater one now resides on the inside of you you can stand and say that I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me I am significant I am important I do have a relevance in the earth and that there is nothing that the enemy can do to stop me and block me because I have potential on the inside of me and when potential and purpose gets together my pursuit reaches destiny and I will do what God called me to do. I will be what God has called me to be. I will have what God has called me to have because I'm significant and I am going to make every moment count. In fact, I'm looking at the time and I'm watching every moment and I'm recognizing that God does not waste time. I realize that what God has for me is for me. So if somebody goes before me, no problem. I can learn from their mistakes or appreciate their success. Because when God calls for me to step forward, I want to be equipped and I want to be prepared. I want to be ready. I want to be established. I want to be rooted so I can be fruited. I want to be rooted so that I can produce the fruit that God has called me to produce. If anybody believes that, clap your hands and give God some praise. You are the temple of the Holy Spirit and you matter. You count. So make everything you do count. You've been listening to Touched by Grace, an outreach of Grace for the Nation's Church in Grand Rapids, Michigan. For more information, log on to our website, gftnc.org, or call us, 616-974-9128. Our mission here at Grace for the Nation's Church is to reach the diverse people of the world by teaching biblical principles and life application of the Scripture. Despite the present-day challenges facing individuals families, and our communities, we believe there is hope.